Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is going on, Notre Dame fans? Mike Singer and Kyle Kelly um, with the Notre Dame recruit. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Recruiting update this week. Hope you are well whenever you are watching or listening to this. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Let's have a day, folks. Kyle and I are both clearly not in our usual setups. Um, Kyle, it's interesting. For streaming 101, for doing shows like this, they say to connect directly to the internet do not use wi-fi so not only are we not doing that we are using hotel wi-fi which if you've stayed in a hotel you know it is extremely hit or miss this uh this marriott chain i'm at i think has actually got pretty decent um internet um but uh kyle i'm not i'm worried about you there buddy my best um we'll see this week is the only week where i can say i have better lighting than mike so yep. take a look at my beautiful face uh you get to see every uh nook and cranny of me this week when i was doing the setup today with this natural lighting i was like man i haven't i've never even seen my face like this so i hope everyone enjoys getting a look at me and mike has disappeared so you're really going to see a lot of me today um, i wanted to see but- if i had another light because you're right my I got nothing, man. I, my The lamp over here just doesn't even work. Um, and I had to kind of roll away like that because no one needed to see, um, you know, what, what, what shorts I am wearing um, or lack thereof. I should <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hope everyone is doing well. John says, good to be uh, Irish from Montana. Tyler says, let's go Irish. And we already got people asking about Justin Scott. Um, so uh, I, I would. I would, I would not hold your breath there on, on Justin Scott, but got plenty to talk about today. Hope everyone is well again. Um, drop a thumbs up on the video. Um, that really helps support our channel and push it out to more people. So uh, please hit a thumbs up on it uh, and subscribe to our channel, of course, for more Notre Dame recruiting content. Yeah, I look very, very like red. Um, again, I got one little lamp here. I, there's just not much lighting in this room at all. We're just going to have to deal with it. Um, so yeah, folks, appreciate you. Good morning, Brent from uh, California. Appreciate you waking up early with us um, and talking some Notre Dame recruiting. So um, next week's show will be very heavy on Notre Dame USC visitors. We're of course going to, we got three big time as the title of the video and, and podcast suggests we got three uh, you know, big visitors that we've confirmed this week. When you think about defensive back recruiting in the 2025 class of the Fighting Irish, um, these are not the three names you think about right away, but they are three big ones uh, that we're going to talk about. Uh, but first, I wanted to, to discuss, and Kyle, this is not something I've really gone over with you, um, kind of like my lead rant here. It's not a rant. It's really the opposite. It's a gushing review about Marcus Freeman. So on the message board this week at Blue and Gold, I would definitely recommend folks to subscribe um, to the board if you have not done so yet. The uh, We'll get to that in a second, sorry. Uh, the, the loose emoji board current offer, I believe, is $1 um, for a month, and we have another offer coming up here shortly. Um, I, I posted a quote on the message board from four-star safety, Jadon Blair. 
His quote when I asked him about Marcus Freeman was this. Let's see if I can't get it up on the screen as well. Coach Freeman is in contact with me more than all the head coaches. When I posted that on the message board, the response that I got was, you guys remember that that article from Carter Carell's in the South Bend Tribune? What was this been three years ago? And Carell's talk to um, uh, the the safety at Ohio State Ransom. I, I can't remember his name now. Blaine um, Ransom. Yep, and um, the the receiver at uh, McMillan at at Washington. And both guys said, you know, I would have maybe considered Notre Dame much more if Brian Kelly would have talked to me more. We are in such a refreshing period in Notre Dame recruiting. Or look, when Marcus Freeman took over as head coach and he said, I want to be the, or I'm going to be the lead recruiter for everyone that we're after. When I heard that, I was like, okay, that's not realistic. You're not going to really be able to do that. That's in like, in practicality, like Marcus Freeman is not leading the recruitment for everyone that Notre Dame is after. But with that being said, when you see the quote from Jadon Blair saying, I talked to Marcus Freeman more than all the other head coaches, that is so great to hear for everyone who follows the fighting Irish Randall. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. Hope everyone as well. Um, Cause as someone who covered Brian Kelly for what, two, two, three years, however long it was, it was like, what is Brian Kelly doing on the recruiting front? And I've talked about this, Kyle, when your boss, whether it's your head coach or whether it's our boss, Shane and Terry at, at on three, or for you folks, whatever line of work you're in, when your boss, or maybe you're the boss, right? When that person who's at the top is working their tails off, it trickles down because you cannot be slacking off. Because man, if your boss is working harder than you, like you got to pick it up. So when Marcus Freeman is grinding on the recruiting trail, what does that say to all of us, the assistant coaches and the recruiting staff? Oh, He's watching. We got to we got to work hard too. But if your boss is not busting his tail on the recruiting front, it's probably a little bit easier for you to slack off. So I loved that um, from Jadon Blair, and I get that kind of quote very very often. So it's just kind of like a good reminder for Fighting Irish fans that your head coach is busting his tail on the recruiting effort on the recruiting trail. It's never going to be a lack of effort for Notre Dame in, in recruiting. They're not going to lose because they were slacking off and not contacting a recruit um, as much as they should have been. Like if they're not contacting recruit as much, it's because they have a reason. Um, and I wanted to, to, to point that out. One more quote from Noah Grubbs, a class of 2026 quarterback recruit. Again, this is 2026 quarterback. This is not, I mean, Notre Dame just got their 2025 guy. They're not full on board 2026 yet. That'll happen after the season. But listen to this quote from Grubbs. He said, the coolest experience, and he's talking about when he was on campus for the Ohio State game. The coolest experience was when Coach Freeman told me, I'm excited you came here, but let's make you stay here. None of the head coaches that offered me so far straight up told me that. I'll never forget that. I mean, so not only is Notre Dame working hard, they're clearly good at what they do um, in, in recruiting. Marcus Freeman having that line to kind of pull out and and um, and, and throw out a prospect. So just a lot of like good vibes for me on the recruiting trail right now, Kyle. What, what do you think about my opening thoughts here? Well, I think that um, I heard that quote from Noah Grubbs' trainer, um, you know, a, a little bit shortly after it happened. And I was just like, I was kind of taken aback. I was like, wow. I like, if I was a recruit and I heard from a head coach and pretty charismatic guy like Marcus Freeman, I'd be ready to commit on the spot. So, I mean, that, that was just so cool. I mean, I, I, I haven't heard Marcus Freeman say that to any other kids. So kind of curious why he singled out grubs. He's trending to be a five-star quarterback from, Florida. I know he came up camp at Notre Dame June. Gino Gilly and those guys really liked him to offer him after that camp. But I will say, you know, I've kind of discussed on the show at times before, before I joined the Notre Dame B, I covered Ohio State uh, recruiting and 
much larger capacity for Cleveland.com. You know, and I I was kind of handling some of the marquee prospects on like the offensive line and defensive backs. And I, I remember that, you know, Ryan Day's name would come up pretty often. So I thought to me it was kind of just normal for head coaches to talk to recruits. I, I thought that was kind of the standard. But it's almost like when I'm talking to a lot of these recruits, and I'm sure it's the same case with you, Marcus Freeman's name always comes up. It's it's actually pretty remarkable. Um, every single recruit, honestly, that I've talked to this year, I, I guess since the start of football season, has said that they've talked to Marcus Freeman. And that's just honestly super remarkable to me because these guys are in, in the middle of the season. You know, nobody's trying to win a national championship. Marcus Freeman's got six kids of his own at home. He's got 85 scholarship kids on that roster, plenty more walk-ups. Uh, you know, he's got a big coaching staff. He has so many, uh, you know, important fa- people across that entire Notre Dame program. And he's still finding a way. Uh, to, to to connect with the recruit, you know, there's like 160 guys on Notre Dame's board in the 2025 recruiting cycle, and even some of the guys that we don't really think of as the top targets, Marcus Freeman is still talking guys, and I think that is um, going to pay, pay off. Like I I've heard on a, a number of different occasions from um, a number of kids that Notre Dame is recruiting them right now harder than any other school, and the fact that that's taking place during the season. Um, is pretty impressive. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yep, good stuff, Kyle. Um, so definitely uh, good vibes um, and, and good time to be a Notre Dame fan, like I mentioned. Uh, Kyle, let's hear from our sponsors real quick over at Prize Picks. It's a fantastic company. Uh, you get to pick two to six players um, for a single entry, and if they will go more than, more or less than their prize picks projections, you can win up to 25 times your money on an entry, but it gets even better. All first-time users that deposit and use promo code BGI will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. So if you deposit 100, prize picks will give you 150, then they'll give you 50. Just download the app or check out pricepick.com and make sure you use that promo code BGI. It's not just for you know college sports. Um, Price Picks offers projections on PGA, college and pro, um, uh, men's and women's basketball, NASCAR, MMA, cricket, soccer, just about anything. And remember, folks, all first-time users that deposit and use that promo code BGI will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. So go to prizepicks.com, use the promo code BGI, or download the app today. Um, so last week's prize pick for your boy – I wanted to talk about this flex pick entry before, and we're just going to talk about this before we dive back into Notre Dame recruiting folks. Um, I threw out some other picks. We're not going to talk about those. We're just going to look out the wins. Okay. So I did what's called a, a three pick uh, flex play where if you get, and, and I threw $20 on this, right? So if you get two out of three, you get your money back plus five bucks. Hitting two out of three shouldn't be too hard. Hit three out of three. You win 2.25 times your money, and that paid out getting my $20 back plus an extra $25. So, and what they do on Fridays, let me pull this up real quick, is they call it um, a Flex Friday. Um, it's a protected play, right? So this this Friday pick that I did last Friday for 
um, you know, these three uh, Friday night games is you, you throw, I think it's max up to tw- a $20 entry um, and you will get your money back if you don't hit it. So I was just like, yeah, I don't really believe in Brendan Armstrong and Jack Plummer and DJ Uyunglele, but life is too short to bet the less. So I just threw them more on all three, hope two out of three hit. If not, I get my money back. Um, so check out the terms and conditions. It's only on your first flex play placed from 1030 to uh, 1030 a.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern time. Players have to be in action on that Friday. So uh, I will certainly be checking that out, uh, my options for my flex play today. So, again, folks, you can check that out. Pricepicks.com. Use that promo code BGI. All right, folks, please hit that thumbs up on this video. If you have not done so yet, dive back into Notre Dame recruiting on a Friday. Kyle, like I am thinking about what the heck I've even done this week um, because like this week is just blown by and um, we usually do this show Thursday mornings, um, but I was traveling. Um, I was driving down to Highland Home, Alabama, and we'll talk about the road travels here in a bit. So, that's why Kyle and I are not in our uh, usual setups because we are both traveling um, this week. Um, so, uh, but yeah, Kyle wanted to talk about um, three defensive backs in the 2025 class that have set up visits to Notre Dame for the USC game. And, folks, I'll just mention this. We will have much more reporting to do on on USC visitors. But want to just kind of throw out three quickly, Kyle. Um, I'll, I'll give you the floor on these first two guys, and then I'll wrap it up with the last player. Um, but Matai um, uh, Togiai um, from uh, San Clemente, California. He was playing in Vegas, but I see he's moved out to Southern California. Tell us about him a little bit. Um, you know, I got to see him um in uh in knoxville tennessee actually in april he was playing on the same seven on seven team with learning quarterback commit cj carr um and he is a long rangy safety really impressive player but kyle just tell us about his recruitment a little bit the impact of him visiting for the usc game yeah it's it's gonna be a big one uh and mentioned long rangy uh six foot four and kind of interesting one of the other recruiting services has um um project as a linebacker i know like safety and linebackers kind of you know sometimes you get a strong safety and that sort of thing it you know could be tomato tomato sort of thing but yeah um my tide togi one of the best prospects out west uh transferred from las vegas faith lutheran to san clemente California, a guy that um, I think it was Notre Dame defensive coordinator Al Golden went and saw uh, back in the spring. Notre Dame continued to recruit him super hard. Uh, he's been trying to get up to Notre Dame uh, for a visit. And unlike some of these guys on the uh, in the Midwest or, you know, I know some of the North Carolina guys uh, from Charlotte are able to hop on a flight real easy to get to South Bend. Uh, the guys from the West Coast, it, it can be pretty challenging. Um, Togiai has never visited a uh, a Midwestern school, Midwestern college, at least on a college recruiting visit. So this is a big one for Notre Dame. This is pretty, uh, right now, hard-hitting Western value, as you see on the prediction uh, machine. USC is kind of on front. He's been there a number of different times. Um, it, believe it or not, UNLV is number second there. I knew he liked the home school when he went and visited it. Um, also been to Arizona, Arizona State. Um, I think he's been to Oklahoma as well. That's a little bit out out of the region. Um, but this, yeah, this is a guy that uh, Notre Dame can uh, really muck the boot on for for him uh, once he makes his campus. This is gonna be his first game day visit too this season. So um, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be a one to get campus here uh, later this uh, later this fall and. Anything can happen once a kid gets on campus, especially some of these recruits from the Polynesian uh, community like um, Mai Tai, you know, grew up idolizing Manti Teo. Of course, uh, you know, just absolute Notre Dame legacy and icon. So, yeah, that's going to be a very uh, important visit upcoming for Notre Dame. You're on mute, my bro. (laughs) You're sure? I sure am. 
Uh, and then uh, Baltimore St. Francis Academy cornerback, uh, four-star prospect, Kevin Humes. Tell, tell us about him a little bit, Kyle. Yeah, really interesting prospect here. This is a guy that came up to campus back in the spring, and he loved Notre Dame. Academics are super high on his list. Uh, and then just like, you know, sometimes with some of these guys that come to visit, they uh, kind of fall out of the, the steam of coverage, I guess, whereas other guys – uh, you know, come to campus more frequently and are able to get to Notre Dame, uh, you know, more often. But uh, Notre Dame has remained in contact with Humes. I, I, you know, they've, during the uh, evaluation periods and times when Notre Dame can go to see high schools, they're frequenting at uh, Baltimore St. Francis Academy. It's a school Notre Dame is notoriously not recruited very well, despite it being a Catholic high school. Uh, Notre Dame is, you know, there's a lot of schools out on the the East Coast um, that they're trying to do better at those Catholic schools. You know, St. Francis Academy, only Maryland, uh, good counsel. Um, yeah. There's an uh, DeMatha. There, that's a school DeMatha, Notre Dame has to tap Gen- into. Gonzaga, where Notre Dame. Should I tell a story about Kayla Williams in Notre Dame? No, We'll no, save no, that no. for another time because I know where that's going to go. <laughs> um, Notre Dame dropped the ball, yeah, shot. Yeah, so, you know, anyway, this is going to be a really interesting visit. Um, Humes put Notre Dame in his top eight uh, in the summer. He's basically considering the schools that are featured there in the RPM. I know Oregon's a player as well. A um, couple other schools in there, as, you know, too. But I think Notre Dame can really make headway um, in this recruitment. And although uh, he's a little bit lower rated than some of the other cornerbacks on Notre Dame's board, I know it's a guy they like, um, and, and you know he kind of missed the the first part of his uh, junior season with an injury, so he's start, starting to get back in the groove of things. And hoping to see him at his school next month. We'll see if it works out. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be exciting visit to to have him back on campus for Notre Dame. Got a little uh, non recruiting breaking news to discuss real quick. How about a uh, big Dolphins guy? <laughs> how about Chase Claypool being traded to the Dolphins? How should I feel about this? Like, I'm excited, but I haven't really followed his saga with the Bears. But should I be, should I be pretty excited? Like, I think I am. I mean, we got what three Dolphins players off the top of, or excuse me, three Notre Dame players on the Dolphins: Durham Smythe, Chase Claypool, and Liam Eikenberg. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm pretty excited. So, how about that? Dolphins get uh, Chase Claypool. Okay. Uh good good note from from Kyle. Um the the Togiai, Matai Togiai, he's visiting for the pit game. So that is a mistake from Mike Singer in planning. So Kyle, thanks for you. Thank you for the shout. So Togiai visiting still a big one. Still and a that's huge a, one. That's almost better because like Notre Dame, that's not going to be as big as a visitors weekend as Ohio State and USC game. So they're going to be able to get him on campus, pay more attention to him. You know, Notre Dame does a great job of feeling, making all these kids feel important once they're on campus. But, you know, it, it's just a numbers game sometime. And, you know, there's not expected to be as many guys there for the pick game. There's still some marquee names that we have posted on the Loose Emoji message board. But, yeah, nonetheless, a super big visit upcoming for Notre Dame. Yep, Singer is clearly struggling here. Um, yeah, but I'll get it together. Uh, and then uh, one more guy uh, to talk about who is indeed planning to visit for the USC game and not um, the pit game is Dallas Golden uh, from Tampa Berkeley Prep. Um, as you see in his, uh, for folks watching on YouTube, um, you see in the little picture there, that is him rocking some Notre Dame gear inside Notre Dame Stadium back in April for the Blue Gold game, um, listed as. Uh, a safety by on three certainly could play there at the next level. Also plays running back at the high school level, but Notre Dame recruiting him as a cornerback prospect. And I got to see him um, during a spring practice in the spring. And yeah, I thought he looked really good. Just an overall fantastic athlete uh, comes from the same high school as Keon Keeley, but Notre Dame looking for uh, better luck here. So, um, yeah, Notre Dame battling the big Florida schools, uh, but, uh, you know, going to a private school 
in the Sunshine State. Like this is one of the premier ones. So if you're going to go to Florida and uh, land some kids, two schools to that you that you want to recruit are Tampa Jesuit and Berkeley Prep, also in Tampa. Um, and Notre Dame's got a kid from Jesuit already and, and running back Justin Thurman, and they would love to add Dallas Golden as well. So Florida State currently the RPM leader, but Dallas Golden, uh, I mean, with the, with the name Golden, I mean, I feel like you, I mean, that sounds like a good Notre Dame name if I've ever heard one. Um, so, uh, yeah, Dallas Golden visiting for the uh, USC game. Let's hear quickly from uh, another sponsor uh, Kyle, and that is um, Rogue Shop, the husband and wife outfit is Rogue. Mr. Rogue and his wife, Shar, are craft cannabis farmers who specialize in small batch, sustainable plant medicine, a true holistic type of small business. They farm and grow everything themselves and do everything by hand. Check them out at rogueshop.com. That's R-O-G-U-E shop.com. They sell everything from CBD, THC, edibles, tincture, smoke oils, bath salts, bath salts, paint greens, topicals, vapes, candles, soaps. And more. Check it out, rogueshop.com. If you have issues sleeping, chronic pain, or maybe you have anxiety, stress issues, and you can use the promo code uh, Blue and Gold uh, for ten percent off your order. So please do if you are interested in this type of product. Uh, check it out, rogueshop.com. Use that promo code Blue and Gold. You can also, for folks watching on YouTube, you can see this corner, this bottom left corner. Uh, you can chat with the owners. Um, of Rogue Shop, uh, Mr. Rogue and Char, um, to, and they will answer any questions that you may have. All right, Kyle, let's talk about some road travels. Um, so obviously, both of us uh, were on the okay, we're on the road uh, yesterday. That's why we're currently in hotel rooms. So you got to see a Notre Dame legacy. When we talk about legacies, you think of you know your Jerome Bettis Jr. Your you know, you're James Flanagan, like those types of legacies, right? Austin Alexander's a little bit different of a legacy. His dad went to Notre Dame, um, I believe was in the marching band. And then he's got some serious NFL pedigree as well with his uncle. Why don't you tell us a little bit, Kyle, about uh, Austin Alexander? Yeah, in case that anyone was wondering where I went, I didn't vaporize into the atmosphere. I sneeze. So try to do that. Uh, a little bit low key, but anyway, yeah. Austin Alexander, father Duran Alexander went to Notre Dame. I think class of ninety five graduate. Um, I can't remember for sure. It was definitely in the late nineties or mid nineties. Uh, wasn't the marching band, but he did play intramural football. And I know I lose some emoji message board. There are some big time intramural football folks. So uh, don't don't sleep on uh, old Duran Alexander, even though he didn't play uh, for the actual Fighting Irish. But Austin Alexander, he has a chance to uh, to play for Notre Dame. He uh, picked up a scholarship offer uh, at the end of August, a couple of days before his uh, Tennessee State visit. I think that was his fifth one as a recruit going to, to Notre Dame. And this is a guy that Notre Dame's had on their radar for a while. Uh, he, you know, obviously visiting on a number of different occasions this year. Notre Dame just wanted to see what what happened with his junior film, and he is. Um, He's really put it all together. And at his game uh, Thursday night, and he played receiver for Union Cooper High, had a 59-yard touchdown catch and run. Uh, really impressive to see. He's a guy that's not going to pop off um, the tape as far as, like, length and athleticism and, like, super exciting, just unbelievable plays. It's this one here. I mean, look at that tackle there by number four, Austin Alexander. Uh, and, and sometimes, like, in recruiting, we get so caught up by, like, traits as, you know, length and twitch and all these, uh, you know, synonyms and keywords – or not synonyms, but adjectives and keywords of when we look for in recruits. Austin Alexander is just a really, really good football player. They're, they're dominated on uh, Thursday night. Uh, Austin Alexander hardly played um, two two full quarters, but just super outstanding. Getting to see in person, just a great football player. His head coach raved about his leadership qualities, um, and yeah, this is a guy I think has a chance to wind up at Notre Dame. Uh, he's looking to return for a visit next week against uh, USC. Is also considering getting back to North Carolina. 
Uh, he'll be at Clemson this week, Kentucky in November. Uh, Wisconsin's a school he's looking to go to. Uh, he's a frequent visitor. He he hits the road much more than Mike and I. Uh, he's visited every Power 5 school that's offered him besides West Virginia and Wisconsin. He has about 10 Power 5 offers. So he knows what he's looking for. School is kind of eyeing a January decision. And um, if things continue to progress well here for Notre Dame, I, I think there's a good chance that uh, this Irish legacy could uh, pave a path of his own at Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame's in a really interesting spot for defensive line recruiting in that they already have three commits. Uh, Joseph Wright, Reef um, from uh, Chicagoland, C.J. May, Highland Home, Alabama. Might talk about him, wink, wink, in just a moment. Um, and uh, who's the third, Kyle? Who am I forgetting? Davian Dixon, another Dick. Florida guy. Yeah. Uh, a big beefy into your defense alignment from the Sunshine State. So they have three, and it's like, well, they're still recruiting a bunch of other defensive linemen. It's like, how many more can you take? A couple things here. I mean, every defensive line coach out in America wants to take like six or seven. Like, they'll take as many as they can. Um, so that's one thing. The other is, it's so early. You don't you don't know how, like, different different players are going to develop physically. So they might be in a Viper right now, but they grow into a freaking three technique. Like, and, and then there's the, the, the reality of guys can't decommit. So you can't put your eggs into, you know, one basket and, uh, you know, just a- totally anticipate that they're going to stay completely locked in through the, uh, through the recruiting process. So, uh, my Thursday trip drove from, uh, my home to Highland home, Alabama, um, I didn't get footage of CJ May because it was a, just a practice. Um, got to see him run around. Uh, I mean, jog around a little bit, and it was just like an offensive walkthrough um, for 45 minutes. So there really wasn't much to report um, in terms of video. But physically, CJ May looks the part for sure. Playing, he's six four, two hundred twenty five pounds, which you know that's kind of viperish, um, you know, size. But he plays the five tech. And I think that might be where he ends up. Kyle, I think when we did this video, like after he committed, you were like, I, you, you thought he played, he would play five tech in Notre Dame. I was like, I think he's a Viper. I, I'm with you now. Does that sound right, Kyle, or am I making that up? Who is, who is that uh, now? See, talking about CJMA. Yeah. So I'm talking to him. Notre Dame just wants to see how he kind of develops weight wise. Um, you know, if he continues to attack on the pound, he might have to shift over to the uh, strong side defensive end. I, I at one point I kind of was leading that way, but you know he's made some really exciting plays and like that edge rusher position for Highland Holmes. So, I mean, it, it's kind of so tough to say, right? You know, with being about a year away from uh, even any talk of a potential early enrollment, so. And nonetheless, it's just versatile defensive linemen that can make plays all over the field. Yeah, so I, I like my five tech. Just kind of seeing the body type um, from him. And when I walked into the um, the field house, um, you know, next to the football field, the, the head coach comes up to me and he says, uh, "Welcome to the middle of nowhere." And that's that's pretty much what it was. Um, uh, I didn't really get to spend too much time in you know just you know, driving in and out, but, um, to see what else was in there. But I mean, there was a, there was a restaurant, um, but like, yeah, a couple gas stations. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely an interesting spot. Um, and I think it kind of goes to show that Notre Dame can land the Chicago Catholic kid and then it can go land the South Alabama middle of nowhere kid as well like Notre Dame just kind of has that kind of power um so that's always good to see on display all right Kyle um next up wanted to discuss recent road travels now your boy Mike Singer is struggling right um I finally got around to editing Jack Larson video that I took in mid-September but I uh, forgot to put it all together in one highlight package so just we're going to do like a Charlotte recap because I was uh, last Friday. I got to see Micah Gilbert, Bryce Young, two Notre Dame commits in the 2024 class. 
play against Marshall uh, West Pritchett's two kids. So you got, um, you know, Bryant Young's son going up against West Pritchett's sons. Like that was just fantastic. Um, so I will I will be able to dive into that more next week. Um, but uh, yeah, Kyle. Um, actually, actually, Kyle, I'm gonna let you because I'm sure you saw the that that text we just got. I'm gonna let you go ahead and uh and and run that article um kyle's got kyle's got some news to report on the message board and then we'll talk about it in the show um so i'll go ahead and talk about where i'm at right now and then we'll get uh kyle you can you can uh, rejoin the show this is just live television folks we got some good recruiting um news to talk about um so right now i am in a hotel in mobile alabama uh, which is about 50 minutes from Loosedale, Mississippi, where, of course, uh, Notre Dame has a class of 2025 commitment um, at the quarterback spot from Deuce Knight. Top 40 overall player per the on three industry ranking, number three quarterback in the country. Um, so I will be seeing him this afternoon, talking to his high school coach, hanging out in the area. I think there's a really good barbecue place that I've been told about. Um, that's close uh, to the high school. So I'll be hanging out uh, there for lunch and then uh, heading over to a coffee, coffee shop to uh, work um, until the game. Um, so really excited to see Deuce Knight. My first time getting in to meet him in person. Now, this past Friday was his first game for George County uh, because he started the season with uh, Nashville Olympic Academy. Um, wanted to move back home to Loosedale, Mississippi to be with family. Um, so he had to sit, I think, three, two or three game um, suspension for, you know, transfer rules or, or whatever it is. Um, so in his first game back, it was a losing effort and he struggled throwing the ball, um, down the field three of 13. Um, but he had, I think 91 rushing yards and two touchdowns. So, you know, w w when you're gone for a while, integrating back to a team, um, can be a bit of a struggle, but looking forward to seeing what it looks like for Deuce Knight. Does he really get back on track with his team? Um, and light it up through the air. So we'll definitely be watching um, Deuce Knight um, and looking forward to that. Um, so Irish Natty has a question. He's very angry here um, about the recruiting prediction machine. So it was 37%. So, okay, his question for Pakistan, he says, why would you have Deuce at 37%? You spelled Deuce wrong, by the way. 30% uh, likelihood if he is already verbally committed. This was what the the recruiting prediction machine showed before he committed. So that that's that, buddy. So chill, chill out. Um, so same thing for Drew asking what's the deal with the recruiting prediction machine. They got may at six percent, can't be more off that. Um, again, that was before he committed, which I mean, just according to data where he lives, um, and the amount of visits, which are the two biggest things for the recruiting prediction machine, as well as actual predictions, that would make total sense. So again, folks, it's just kind of like a, like a, uh, it, it's just a fun little tool to, to look at recruitment. Again, the three biggest components of the recruiting prediction machine are location, right? The closer you are to the school, the, the higher percentage that school is going to have the amount of visits you take, right? Follow the visits. Um, and of course, um, predictions, like if you log a prediction for a kid, you know, the recruiting prediction machine is going to spike up, um, for that school. So those are the three things with the, um, with the RPM. I've got a super chat, Andrew. Thank you. He says, Mike and Kyle, um, Kyle is still with us. I can see him backstage. So Kyle, you're, you, you can join whenever you are done posting this news and we'll talk about it shortly. Um, he says, Mike and Kyle, in your opinion, what is the likelihood that Notre Dame gets one more transfer quarterback for 2024? I just don't see Marcus Freeman starting a young quarterback at Texas A&M. Um, it's a great question. I have two thoughts on this. My first being that I think it is, it's very much, it's TBD in the sense of what if, Everyone knock on wood right now. Knock on wood, Sam Hartman stays completely healthy because what, it, like, if Hartman goes down, knock on wood again, against the Louisville or something, and then Angeli comes in and lights it up, 
you don't and and he's clearly the guy then you don't need a transfer a transfer for next year like you got your guy but the opposite could happen what if Hartman were to go down and Angeli comes in and he stinks and then it's very obvious that you need a transfer for next year or there's the obvious option of Hartman stays healthy the rest of the year and then Notre Dame just kind of has to go on what they've seen in practice and if that's the case knowing this Notre Dame staff I think it's more likely that they go into the transfer portal for a quarterback for next year that's kind of my take on it um and uh yeah that that's where I would lean I think likelihood in terms of percentage I got nothing for you Andrew but I would say it's more likely than not that they will that's just my personal opinion um, so you can, uh, you can take it or leave it. Drew says, I know it's not exact, but it seems like throwing stuff on a wall and see what six again, it's really not, it, it's, it's, it's just data. It is, it's, it's the visits and it's going to grow the RPM. It's, it's something that I'm still like, yeah, you can't look at it and be like, I'm going to base everything on the RPM, but, um, it is, it's visits, it's location and it's predictions, which, those are pretty important things in the uh, in the recruiting process, Drew. So if you are angry about it and, and this just, you know, really triggers you, then you don't need to look at it. Um, that would be my recommendation for you. Kyle, are you back yet, my friend? Kyle Kelly checking in with Kyle. You still working? Okay, Kyle's back. There he is. I'm Kyle always working, man. Never stops. Never stops. Okay, so let's pull up blue and gold. Um. I know th this is a premium story, so folks uh, would need a subscription to check it out. But Kyle, I think for our YouTube live audience and for folks watching back and via podcast, I think we will allow it. Why don't you tell us about this uh, this, this headline here, four-star recruit from the South Sets first Notre Dame visit. Yeah, this is uh, one we've been sitting on for a couple days. We heard it's been in the works. Uh it is a 2025 recruit, James Simon from Louisiana, Calvary Baptist School. He is a four-star running back. Of course, Notre Dame already has two running backs committed in the 2025 recruiting cycle, and Justin Thurman from Tampa Jesuit, and uh, Bryant Highs and Daniel Anderson. Uh, Notre Dame loves both those guys. Uh, they got to see each of them camp. Uh, with Coach McCullough in person, obviously, uh, over in June. And uh, McCullough evaluated both those guys. And, you know, he didn't have to take either of them uh, this early on in the process. But Notre Dame feels confident enough in the abilities that they want to add them to the class and both prioritize those guys. Um, but James Simon, he was a pot gold offeree on March 17th. Like 65 recruits picked up offers that day. Simon, just one of two running backs to offer or get a Notre Dame offer. And this um, this visit has been in the works for a while. Uh, Simon's just been trying to wait to get to Notre Dame. He's trying to get up there in the spring, trying to get up there during the summer and just in constant communication. Uh, with staff trying to find a way up to campus. And, you know, Notre Dame wants to honor this visit since, it, you know, they've tried to make it happen for so long. Um, they're going to get get them on campus and, and see what happens. You know, both Notre Dame's running backs commits are aware of it. Uh, of course, Notre Dame was uh, in line to take three running backs in the 23 cycle uh, before Jaden Lamar and Dylan Edwards left. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, anything yeah. could happen. But yeah. I'll, I'll let plus, you go. Yeah, Dylan Edwards could also have played wide receiver. But anyway, yeah. um, you know, this is, is kind of a flyer here. You know, as you can see on the RPM, this is a little bit more accurate of a read. Um, LSU heavily out in front here. He's been to campus, I think, eight times. A uh, ton of SEC, school, SEC schools involved, Texas A&M being one of them. Uh, but Notre Dame just going to my campus be his first trip to a Midwestern school, which I think has kind of been a theme of Notre Dame visitors um, this season. So, yeah, this is uh, some scoop that we had on Blue and Gold and kind of teased it earlier in the week. This this one has been in the works, obviously, for a while. Uh, it's been a lot of 
confirmed um, on the schedule that James Simon is going to be visiting Notre Dame next weekend. Great scoop um, by Kyle Kelly. Does a fantastic job um, at Blue and Gold. Um, so, uh, yeah, please uh, check out blueandgold.com. Current offer $1 for one month. Uh, just kind of get your foot in the door and try it out. And we will also have an offer if you want to take the plunge for an annual subscription. We will have an offer for you guys um, to let you all know about early next week. Wrap up today's show, Kyle. Why don't you tell us about uh, Styles Prescott? Seeing him last week, uh, he is. Uh, it's an interesting one, folks. Um, three star, according to twenty four seven rivals. Four star outside of the national rankings, according to ESPN. And then you got on three, listing him as a number one hundred eighty four overall player, number ten interior offensive lineman, um, in the country. Notre, I mean, Notre Dame likes him as a tackle. I could see guard, but Notre Dame recruiting him as a tackle. Curious, just like what you saw from him last week will pop on this footage as well. Like just your your overall thoughts seeing Styles Prescott. Yeah, the kind of the key word with him that uh, just talking to folks around Fishers, Indiana, Hamilton, Southeastern, that I guess like the buzzword is athleticism. That's an athletic offensive tackle that Notre Dame has verbally committed in the 24 class and it just looking at him run around and move a little bit. He kind of like, I bet you if you catch a pass back in the day, he could probably play a tight end. Like he moves really well. Uh, his footwork is at this stage in his offensive line career is almost impeccable. He, he just very uh, light and kind of beat. Um, and one emphasis for him this season, even though he, he does have great footwork is, you know, kind of driving defenders off ball and pushing them, you know, yards down downfield rather than just, you know, just something simple. Uh, but yeah, pink block era against a um, really good defensive end from Noblesville, Indiana High. Uh, Israel Oladipo, uh, variation of the name, um, you know, came up to Oladipo, came up to Notre Dame, uh, camped and, uh, also turned in July. So a guy Notre Dame had on his radar has a bunch of Mac offers. Prescott pretty much dominated that matchup. Unfortunately, this game was uh, another route, which is also a theme of uh, blue and gold's recruiting coverage. When I'm on the road this year, usually the teams I've been covering win big and uh, Hamilton Southeastern only had to throw eight times during the game. So they didn't really get to see a ton of styles. Prescott do pass sets. Um, but, yeah, I think the biggest thing Notre Dame is going to look for with him is uh, some weight gain, and that's going to be an early enrollee in January, and Prescott is going to be able to rack up those pounds with a those power five defensive linemen. And uh, super exciting press uh, prospect. I've written a, a couple times on uh, blue and gold that he's kind of in that same – um, tier is Zach Martin, uh, Liam Meikenberg, and Robert Hainsey, where all those guys played offensive tackle a little bit on the shorter end, but then transitioned into the interior of the offensive line in the NFL. And that's kind of where um, on three has them projected. Like, if I'm wrong, but when on three um, categorizes these guys positionally, that's ultimately where they think they would end up in the NFL, right? Correct. So, yeah, Siles Prescott, Notre Dame is going to start him out at offensive tackle. Um, that's that's the plan. And, you know, like those I Eichenberg and Martins and all those other guys, he could uh, play offensive tackle and then find his way on the interior um, in the NFL with he has a, a good college career. So that is a little bit about Styles Prescott, super exciting prospect, and one that kind of got overlooked in the process, I feel like, just being an in-state kid. But Alabama offered him. Pretty much every Big Ten school offered him. He's been to Colorado. Um, you know, take a look at his offer sheet there. Obviously, Tennessee, Stanford, super interesting school. Uh yeah, Notre Dame is very excited about him, and hopefully so, because there's a lot um, that Notre Dame can kind of mold there into the type of offensive lineman they want Silas Prescott to be. All right, last and not, uh, not last but not least, quickly, Kyle, uh, Tabron Benny Powell is who you'll be seeing on Friday night. What are you looking forward to tonight? 
Yeah, so Tabron Benny Powell has been on a hot streak with interceptions. I think he has uh, won in his last two games, so one each that is. And uh, last time I saw Tabron Powell was camping at Notre Dame. He picked up an offer, uh, committed a few days later. So uh, super interesting prospect in the back that didn't really play safety last year for Lakota West, played more of a outside linebacker role because Notre Dame uh, freshman Ben Nick and then Ohio State freshman Malik Hartford both played that safety position for uh, Westchester, Lakota West. So uh, to Bromby Powell, this will be, I think, game number seven or eight of his senior season and pretty much game number seven of eight, um, him playing safety as well. So excited to see where his development is at there. And, of course, hopefully he can uh, keep up with the uh, interception streak. All right, so good stuff there. Looking forward to your report from Tabor on Benny Powell's game. And, of course, uh, I'm seeing Deuce Knight on the road. Um, so, uh, yeah, check out blueandgold.com. We'll have more reports on that. Um, and, uh, yeah, maybe next week I'll finally have some of my uh, tr- my Charlotte footage put together for the, the show because um, Jack Larson was outstanding. And then uh, Mike Gilbert and Bryce Young, the Pritchett boys, like all had really good games, all the good looking players. So we'll talk more about that next week. And we will also preview. You're muted again on accident. <laughs> yeah, I meant to mute you, Kyle, and I muted myself because I am just a genius like that. Um, so, uh, yeah, muted myself mid sentence. Listen, I'm doing the show from a hotel. I usually have two monitors. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling, but we got through it. So folks, uh, go to blueandgold.com, read that report from Kyle on James Simon visiting for the USC game, really intriguing visitor from the South class of 2025 running back, um, as well as much more Notre Dame football and recruiting coverage. Um, Notre Dame Louisville preview content. You're going to want to check that out on our website as well as our Blue Gold YouTube channel. Appreciate you all for watching or listening and uh, making us a part of your day. As always, folks, we will catch you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.